The following podcast is presented by Hormone Logics. Discover your ageless health. Hello, welcome to the Ascension Mentality Podcast. This is Amy Wilhelmy. Welcome in. This is Matt Wilhelmy. And we have a guest today. Her name is Anne Lemus. She is with Fit Body Fusion. She is an IFBB pro. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you. So, you know, this never goes in a very linear direction. So we're just trying to get to know you this morning. And we are so in love with people's stories and kind of how they got from point A to point B and how they do all the amazing things that, that you do. So um, I would love to start with kind of, you know, your background before all bodybuilding. Like, how did you get into this sport in the beginning? Like, what led you down this path to pursue this goal? So my love affair with the gym started years and years ago. So I um, probably, I was probably 17. So I grew up very athletic. Um, I was a competitive equestrian writer for years and years, gymnastics and softball and cheerleading, all these things all through my um, childhood and then into my teens. And then somewhere around, I guess my sophomore year of high school, I changed high schools really late in the game. So I had missed tryouts for all the sports I was used to doing. And I'm at a new school with new friends and a new life and no sports. And I proceeded to gain like 15 pounds. And um, got nice and chubby in high school. And then about the end of my junior year, I was just like, this is, this isn't working for me. It, this has to stop. So I, um, my senior year of high school, I had like two, two classes left to graduate. So I was done at school at like 11 AM every day. And so I joined a gym that was a few minutes from my school and I would finish my last class and go straight to the gym and had no idea what I was doing and would, you know, do the little Nautilus equipment circuits and whatever and do lots of cardio classes and aerobics and those sort of things. But I just kind of fell in love with, with the feeling of being in the gym. So I spent all my years in the gym and then my freshman year of college, I decided I wanted to compete. And mind you, this was a very long time ago. So there was no bikini division. There was no wellness. It was just straight bodybuilding and you competed as a light, middle or heavyweight. Um, so did my first, um, actually bodybuilding competition at 19, my freshman year of college, um, absolutely loved it, but I was kind of in that boat where I kind of needed to pick a lane between living in the gym and finishing my college education and thought maybe college was a little more important. So I hung up my, 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 I stayed in the gym, but I kind of hung up competing and got my degree and then, you know, life happens. I got married and had a child and started a career and got divorced and did all of these life things. Um, always was really into fitness. I've always, I've always kind of been a gym rat. Um, for me, it's, it's, I always joke, it's my Prozac. Like if I couldn't go to the gym every day, I'd be medicated. So it's my stress relief. It's what I love to do. It's where I find my, my peace. Um, so fast forward to, um, I was, I think I was 44. Um, and just kind of got, honestly got to be in my bonnet and thought, you know what, I've always wanted to compete again. I'm just going to do this. It's a bucket list thing. I just want to step on stage one more time and then call it quits. So did my first um, bikini competition like at 44 just for fun and did, did really you know, well. Did you know about the divisions then? Like, did you know leading up to it or did you have to do like do a lot of homework before? No, at that, at that point I had, um, 
I, I had been following along with the sport. I've always been really like intrigued by what's going on in the sport and had a lot of friends that had competed. And so I was, I was very aware of the different divisions and I knew I wanted to do um, bikini. So um, yeah, so I did my first competition just kind of for fun really and did really well. And I, I was hooked. That was it. I was, I was, no, this is my sport. I'm like, I hey, gotta man. keep going. I need can to you, do another one. So, and can you take us back just a little bit? Can you take yeah. us back? So you, before you started training, you said you kind of ran through the, the life events. You said married, child, divorce, career. I don't, yeah. we don't need to dive into the, to all of it, but I'm curious what that career actually meant. Cause I think that we're finding that a lot of people who are competing in bodybuilding, they have some very, uh, different backgrounds, whether it be desk jobs or field jobs or no jobs, or, I mean, they just, they have lots yeah. of different, so no, what, what was your career? Nothing I did for a living had anything to do with fitness. So I actually got a degree um, in human development and family studies. I called it my bleeding heart degree and immediately went into, um, went into work in the nonprofit world. I went to work for a local nonprofit here called the children's cabinet. And I was running a parenting education program and then transitioned into admin for them and was um, what I used to joke and say, I'm a professional beggar because I did all of their grant writing and fundraising and I begged for money for a living. So did that for several years, um, really came to the realization that it, I, I loved the work, but there was the burnout was really, really high and um, you make no money. So um, I got an opportunity to uh, get my real estate license and go to work for a um, home builder uh, doing new home sales. So I transitioned into that, um, which is part of why I probably never would have competed simply because in that career, you don't, I've worked every weekend of my life for 20 yeah. years. That's part of the gig. So um, you have to work weekends. So I didn't have time to do any of those kind of things. And so then I went into real estate, um, new home sales for, I did that for 20 years. So just recently hung up, hung up my real estate hat but um yeah i did that so for when you were years. doing when you were doing new home sales you didn't you weren't a gym rat at that point oh i was i've always been a gym rat i just uh, didn't compete but i've always i've always been a gym rat you know i've had i had a few i had a spurt in my probably mid-30s when i was having you know a divorce crisis where i was probably not going to the gym as much because i was in party mode but that didn't last long. And then I went back to the gym. <laughs> Amy's laughing because we both know what you mean. Yeah. We're both divorced. Yeah, so we that. get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that little gap where you lose your mind and yeah. you want to go have lots of fun and do crazy things. It's like a but, quarter um, life crisis kind of thing. Yeah. Or a third life <laughs> yeah. crisis. Yes. Yeah. I had a good one, but um, got past it. And yeah, but the gym has always kind of been my, when I'm feeling unhealthy or I'm, I'm feeling like out of control, that's where I find, find my peace and my focus is, is getting back in the gym and getting back to my routine. So kind of always been my, my thing. Amy likes to tell me that her favorite day in the gym is any day in the gym. Um, but what's like your favorite workout? Cause I'm sure Amy's got a favorite workout. We'll hear hers in a second. What's your favorite workout to do? Oh, my favorite. I love training shoulders. I love shoulder day. That's my favorite. Are you doing, are you doing um, military press? Is it Arnold's? What's your? A lot. I do lots of yes, lots of Arnold's <laughs> lots of military presses, all those fun things. Yes, those are my same. Same. Shoulders. My shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun workout. 
So back to the back to the timeline. So then you you did your first show. You got this like bug. You were like, oh my gosh, I love doing this. And then how did you get from like I'm doing one show to now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know did you start with Fit Body Fusion or did you start with a different coach or how did that work? No, no. Um, so I started I started with just a small um, local coach that or personal trainer really that was at the gym I was training at um, and asked her to get me ready for a show and gave her like no time. It was ridiculous. I came to her and said, I want to do a show. I haven't competed in, you know, 20 plus years. And I gave her like 11 weeks. I'm like, the show's like in 11 oh. weeks. <laughs> so yeah, it was probably did, not the smartest. Did she hand you a plate of tuna and said, here's how we get she started. Was, <laughs> she, was, she was just honestly God. looked at me like I was completely crazy. She's like, that's not much time. I'm like, I know, but let's, let's do this. I'm one of those people that I do really well. If you give me like a parameter and I do well under pressure. So I'm like, no, it's okay. Let's, let's go. We can do this. Um, she was absolutely amazing and I adore her. Um, but she got me ready for that show. And then I did that show and then I was like, okay, I, that was really fun. I want to do another show. Um, but she, she's a professional trainer here in town, but she is a, um, professional barrel racer. She's a phenomenal. She's a what? She's a, she's a barrel racer. Girl, so. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know what that is. is. What is yeah. that? Oh, barrel racing, like on a horse, you like rodeo ah, when you go up your or rodeo where they race around those barrels, like at top speed. Wow. I but am yeah. not cool enough and I don't live in Texas, so that's interesting. <laughs> I'm going to Google oh, that later. Funny. Yeah, she's a very, very competitive barrel. I remember, interestingly enough, she was a, um, she was a figure. She competed in figure and she actually, when she was still competing, competed against Jamie, Steve Bernard of Body Fusion. And so... When I told her that was kind of the direction I was going, she's like, you're in good hands. She's one of the only people who ever kicked my ass. So it was, wow. it, was uh, it was kind of a good fit. But so she took me through, I think my first, maybe three shows, two or three shows. I'm trying to think, maybe three. Um, but it was just, you know, she's just, she's just a small personal trainer. And this was not her dream. Like taking people to shows and helping them progress to the next level is just not her dream. So I um, was very nervous and talked to her and just said, you know, I'm thinking going a different direction. And she, which, you know, if you've ever gone from coach to coach, is not a fun or easy conversation to have. She was absolutely amazing. And she said, I think that's great. You're in great hands. Go kill it. Go do your thing. So we, her and I are still really close and she's been nothing but supportive of me. So after that show, that's when I um, reached out. And, and how I found Jamie, here's kind of a funny story too. So I um, knew that I needed to dial in my posing um, for competition and there are no posing coaches here in Reno. So I started like just researching like where I could find a bikini pro to give me some, um, some posing lessons. And I found uh, Jesse Palmer now, Jesse Palmer, um, who's trains, she's a pro, she trains under Jamie. She lived in Sacramento at the time. Um, and so I reached out to her and I would drive. It's about a two hour drive to Sacramento from here. So I would drive over the hill and do posing lessons with Jesse. And she was the one who said, you know, you should come to Fit Body Fusion. I think you'd really love it. It'd be a great fit. And so I reached out to Jamie. I've been with her about six years and the rest is kind of history. Wow. So... I usually have the guests send me like a, a form before this and, and tell me a little bit about them. Um, I'm interested in your health journey as well. Can we kind of back it up and tell me you said you said. Hey, Amy, we have a great sponsor on board. Hormone Logics. Yeah, they're actually my hormone doctors. So I think they're pretty awesome. They do hormone replacement therapies to revive energy and strength so that you can continue to feel younger, longer. They do bioidentical hormones, menopause therapy, andropause therapy. They help men with things like 
ED, low T, sleep regulation. They help you to have a more satisfying sex life, improved mood, improved cognition, healthier skin, bones, and hair. How does somebody get in touch with Hormone Logics? You can visit their website at www.hormonelogics.com. Stop missing out on living your best life and be the best version of yourself. Issues and are you, are you willing to talk about oh. that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So started with Jamie, did a couple shows, did really well. Um, but you know, then once you start doing well, then it's like, I, I'm getting my pro card. I just, you just want that pro card. So I, in 2019, I competed at uh, masters USA, which is a, a new national Masters show. It was the first year. Um, it was in LA and, um, December of 2019 went to that show I think it's probably the best I've ever come in. Won my class, but didn't win the overall. And it, they, because it's such a new show, you didn't, they only had a few pro cards. So in order to get a pro card, you had to win your class and then win the overall. So anyway, queen of second place. It was my second my, place. My, yeah, oh, I've, I've been a queen man. of second place for a couple of years, but I finally got over it. So anyway, I did really well on that show, competed, reversed out of it, um, did a proper reverse, which I'm usually not very good at doing. So I reversed really well out of that show. Fast forward, um, so that was in December, January, February, March. So oddly, about the exact same time the pandemic hit. So like mid to late March of 2020, I just started having, just feeling really not well. Um, I was having really, really bad brain fog. I couldn't sleep very well. My joints were really, really achy. I was inflamed, like really inflamed. Couldn't wear my wedding ring for like a month and a half. I'd wake up, my eyes were swollen shut. Oh, um, I had hor horrible gut issues. I was just a hot mess. I didn't know what was going on. Did anything change in your diet up to that point? No, no. And that was the crazy part. Nothing. I was eating the exact same. I was eating oh, the exact same foods. I was still tracking my macros. I gained like 12 pounds in a very, very short amount of time. And I just, I just looked and felt terrible. So kind of worked through it a little bit with Jamie. And then she just said, you know, something else is going on. You need to, you know, let's go talk to somebody. So I um, went and did a consult with Joanna Dara at Hormone Logic, just who Jamie sent me to. She is an angel of a human being. I always say she tells That's me. That's who I used to. I, I used Joanna as well. Yeah. 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 She, she was spectacular. Um, and, you know, typical, typical story, you go to your regular Western medicine doctor and I adore my doctor. If there was something, you know, if I had a life-threatening disease, he'd be my guy, but you go to your male doctor and he's like, oh, it's just, you know, you're fine. It's just your age and your hormones and all the things you don't want to hear. Like, oh, bye-bye, you're fine. Um, I knew I wasn't fine. So I um, went to Joanna and did all the blood work first and my thyroid had completely crashed. Um, I, yeah, my thyroid was not working at all and all three of my hormones just came back pretty much non-existent. So, um, oh, yeah. In no wonder you were feeling that, like garbage. Yeah, I, I, I felt terrible, but it was kind of relieving to know I didn't have something, you know, life-threatening, because um, that's how I felt. I felt horrible. Um, and then and my stomach was really a mess, too. So we started with, you know, getting my hormones straightened out and getting my thyroid up and running. And, of course, at that point, I was really frustrated because I, I had kind of done everything right. I've never run myself into the ground during prep. I've never gone to like ridiculously low calories. Jamie's always taken really, really good care of my, my metabolic and hormonal health. And I was just like, Hey, how does this even happen? 
Lo and behold, come to find out from talking to my mother that thyroid problems are super prevalent on her side of the family and everybody's on thyroid medication. I had no idea. Oh, you had no idea? Oh, man. I I didn't. She's like, oh, your grandmother had thyroid problems, your aunt, your cousin. I'm like, okay, good to know. I had no idea. So apparently it's just thyroid problems can be hereditary and I think I just can't buy it honest. Um, And, you know, obviously I'm 51, so I was also having all those lovely changes that come along with transitioning into perimenopause and all that fun stuff. So it was a big whammy all at once. Um, and then I still, you know, I was feeling better physically, but my gut was still really a mess. I mean, I couldn't eat anything without looking and feeling like four months pregnant within half hour of eating anything. So I did GI mapping with her as well. Um, and found out my gut was horribly infected. I had an H pylori infection. I had a candida infection. I had severe SIBO. Um, I had all kinds of problems with my gut. So we got all those straightened out too. And I feel like a new person. So when you say you got them all straightened out, like, what does that mean? Do you have to take some medication? Is there surgery? I mean, yeah, I'm kind of getting into well, it. What does that mean? You know, that I, I did it through Joanna and she's very much kind of about going the nutraceutical kind of, um, you know, non-pharmaceutical route. So it was a lot of nutraceuticals and, you know, that's the difference I think between Western medicine and doing things nutraceutically is you have to have a lot of patience because it's not like, oh, here, take this antibiotic for 10 days and you're going to be better. You actually get to the root of the problem. So it was a, a, it was a process. It probably took me about seven months, I would say, to get my gut completely healed. And it's like a three-part process where you, first we had to get rid of the H. pylori, kill that off. And then we had to, you know, it's like a three-part process of killing all the bad bacteria and then trying to re, re-engage your good bacteria and getting your gut biome healthy again. So um, it's not a quick fix. You have to have a lot of patience and you have to follow a specific protocol. Um, I removed all gluten and dairy from my diet. It's mm. been huge and life-changing. So We're no um, gluten and no dairy yeah. at our house too. Big change. Yeah. yeah. Helps it's with really the inflammation. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was what, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know I had an issue with those things, but one of the things that they test when they do that GI mapping um, is your calprotectin, which is your inflammation marker. And mine was completely off the charts. It was absurd. It was supposed, it was like 700 and something. And it's like the top of the range is like 120. I was, it was insane. So my inflammation was crazy. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel a hundred percent better without gluten and dairy as much as I miss bread. So that must've taken a lot of patience. Cause you said you were really close to getting your pro card and then you kind of had to yeah. like stop and do all this. And you, pre- did you compete yeah. during those seven months when you were healing? Oh, heck no. 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 Oh gosh. No, I was just, I was literally all about healing. I couldn't, I couldn't even train. I mean, it was interesting. Oh, wow. If I, my husband and I went for a walk and I walked more than like 30 minutes, I would just swell up and inflame and my joints would start mm. aching. It was, it was wild. So, you know, in hindsight, I feel like as weird as this is to say the pandemic was a little bit of a blessing in disguise because the competition world kind of shut Stop. down there for a while. There wasn't a, a t- I didn't feel like I was really missing out. I think it would have been a lot harder had there been like all these competitions happening and me over here sitting here wallowing in my, you know, my, my tears because I couldn't do much. But um, yeah, so it did. It took a, a lot of patience and probably a full year, um, but it was so worth it. So worth it to do it the right way and, and come out on the other end healthy and, you know. So today, is there anything you can do like preventatively to make sure that doesn't happen again? Or like, how do you maintain this now for the long haul? Yeah. 
So um, two-sided. Um, the, the thyroid and the hormone issues, that's just being really diligent about my blood work. So I always do blood work before I start a prep. Um, and then about eight weeks after competition, once I've reversed a little bit and kind of regulated my body, I'll do blood work again just to make sure that everything is where it's supposed to be. Um, and then for my gut, obviously, I avoid gluten and dairy, but I also still do, you know, I take a probiotic, I take a digestive enzyme, I drink aloe vera juice every morning. So I, I do I do take some measures to try and keep my gut healthy and just really pay attention to how I'm feeling. And obviously avoid antibiotics at all costs if I can. They're part of the problem with your gut biome. So, yeah. So you healed from this. And then how long from stepping back on stage again until you got that pro card? What was that like? So I took all of 2020 off because that's when I was obviously so sick. And then 2021, I was healthy. And so Jamie and I decided, let's let's go for it. So she prepped me for 2021. Um, I was going to do two shows. I was going to do a warm-up show in Sacramento. I did that in late June, early July, I think. Um, I'm sorry, what's a warm-up show? Oh, we just call them a warm-up show. So it's when you, it's not a national show, but, and I was already um, qualified from the year previous, but it's just a show where it's not a national show, but it's just, you know, shake off the practice. Okay. It's kind of a practice. It's kind of a practice show. Yeah. And, and there's kind of some strategy to it. So you want to go and get in front of Sandy Williams and Tyler, the head judges. Um, so Jamie strategically puts me in a show where they're judging, um, because we know they're going to be the same judges at nationals. So we can get judges feedback and kind of figure out what I need to work on or what they want to see different before I hit the national stage. So I kind of did a, my little practice warm up show, um, and then went to, uh, so North Carolina for nationals went to, um, universe in July end of July. It's all kind of running, running together. The whole summer was a blur. Um, so went and did that national show and finished second by one point. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. (laughs) Sandy afterwards. And she's like, here's the store card. It was literally a one point difference between you and the girl who won. So no pro card that time. So at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm already this ready. I have to keep going. So then I signed up for um, Masters Nationals, which was like three or four weeks later in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, went to Masters Nationals, and guess what? I got second again. Uh, so uh, You really are the queen show. of second place. I was the queen. It was it was the running joke. I'm like, okay, I'm so done being a bridesmaid. It's, it's, I'm done. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. So then I went back to um, went back to New Jersey once again for um, North Americans in early September, and finally got my pro card. Um, so Whoop. yeah, is that what so we're looking shows. at up here? Is that the middle picture? Is that you that getting the pro was, card? Yeah. That was me finally getting my pro card. Yes. Can you walk us yeah. through the picture? Like what's the picture on the left? Is that, is that, do you know what that, that one is? That was my very, very first, um, that was my first check-in picture with my small personal trainer coach. So that's what I looked like when I said, you got 11 weeks to get me on stage. So, so, so that's 44, right? When you said you started that's training? about 44. Yeah. Okay. I think I was and then that's, that's 50. That's 50. Yep. That was my pro card at 50. Yeah. High five. Yeah, thank you. What a six-year journey. Yeah. I think that that's yeah. probably the part that I am most interested in is like the time because I think that we're living, unfortunately, in a world where everybody wants immediate results. 
Um, they wonder why they go to the gym for two weeks and they don't look like you did after six years. I mean, but it takes six years. Like it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time in the gym, a lot of squats. Yeah. And yeah. And that, that is definitely the thing people underestimate, you know, now that I'm coaching people come to you and say, Oh, I really want to do a show. And you know, I explain to people, I can get weight off of you far faster than I can put muscle on you. Like muscle development very 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 long time it takes a lot of patience and you know ideally if i could get people on board which they never would but if you could just commit to training for two years before you ever step on stage um you know i get people coming to me who've never really weight trained They're like oh i want to do a show i'm like oh, we have oh boy a long way to go long yeah. way those hamstring tie-ins are not ready <laughs> yeah not, <laughs> no. those aren't going to be there for a few years yeah yeah so how yeah. do you balance um, I'm always interested in the mental health of people. Obviously, like the gym helps your mental health, right? But how yeah. do you kind of balance all the time that you need to spend to do this and the rest of your life? What what does that look like for you? Um, you know, I, I I'm blessed because I have an amazing husband who just jumps on board. He's I call him my he's the best like show husband in the world. So he just completely got on board and. He supports me a thousand percent and he's kind of a gym rat too. So it, it's helpful because we can do a lot of this together. Um, you know, he helps me meal prep and he eats healthy with me and we go to the gym together. And so I, I've got a really good um, support system um, with, with my husband, obviously, but it is, it's a huge time commitment. Um, and there are times, you know, even he gets, I call it show, show fatigue because he's, it's hard, you know, and he's like, Oh, let's go hang out with friends or, or his best friend and his wife invited somewhere. And I'm like, I, I can't, I have to, you know, I've got to train, I got to get my cardio done. So it is a buzzkill um, on our social life at some time. So I think for me, it's just a matter of taking good breaks between shows and then really, really, really finding that balance between, okay, I'm going to compete for these three or four months. And then I'm going to take uh, six to eight months to, to have a life. And yes, we're still going to go to the gym and we're still going to eat healthy, but it's not going to consume me and it's not going to be my life. And we're going to go on trips and hang out with friends and I'm going to eat like a normal human being, those sort of things. So I think it's just, it's just finding balance and not letting the sport consume you. Cause at the end of the day, I think it's easier at my age too, because I mean, at 51, it's not like I'm, this isn't a career. I mean, it's a really expensive hobby is what it is. Um, it's not a career and I'm, I'm not going to Olympia. There's no, there's no $50,000 prizes in my future. So for me, I just, I know it's a hobby. And so it makes it a little easier to find that balance between this is something I really love to do. Um, and it kind of feeds my soul. I love competing. Um, I love the challenge of it, but it's not my whole life. So the end of the day, my, you know, obviously my marriage and my, my family comes first. This is Amy Wilhelmy. I'm the owner of Balance Wellness Collective. It's a holistic and integrative mental health practice located in St. Charles, Illinois and telehealth. All of Illinois, we see individuals, adults, families, children, and adolescents. We are primarily family focused and also do divorce mediation. It is a mind, body, and spirit approach to care. You can find us at www.balancewellnesscollective.com. Have you ever been stuck in life? Have I got a book for you? Ascension Mentality, written by Amy Wilhelmy, public speaker, athlete, and licensed therapist. In her book, Amy takes us through a raw and vulnerable journey as she unravels from childhood trauma and navigates her career, 
marriage, and parenthood. She takes us on a deep dive into her life and how when emotions are left unprocessed, they seep into adulthood as she tries to navigate the task of growing up. You cannot change what you did. You cannot change what has happened to you. But you can change how you feel about it. You can let go of what is holding you back. When you process and unwind trauma, you don't lose what made you strong. You only lose what no longer serves you. To ultimately be a better human, friend, parent, partner, coworker, daughter or son, and leader. It's time to let go. Ascension Mentality. This has been an Ascension Mentality podcast. Hit subscribe for all the latest episodes. For more information, visit ascensionmentality.com. Ascension Mentality, making mental gains. (laughs) 